You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Damn it all! I'm just uh, okay. Uh, do I get? Thank do I you. get? A, do I get another do over this week? You get. You get a do over. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that's how we'll start Geekiest Show ever. We started about ten seconds ago until I realized I didn't have the recorder going. So we're doing a do over and we're starting it again. But yeah. So the regular cast of crazies are here. Um, I'm here, and Melissa's here, and Alyssa's here. So uh, all the all the Hello. all the wow. sisters are here. So yeah. Not only not only does he have a better internet connection, he even got both of our names right on the first try. I know. Not mine. Not mine. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I just replayed that back in my mind. <laughs> what did I say? Try again, Mike. I Try said, again, Mike. I said Melissa and Alyssa. Isn't that right? Alisa. Alisa. Yeah, we don't rhyme, actually. Yeah, okay. Doggone it, you two. I think it's just a conspiracy to screw me up. You guys. We've only known each other how long? Yeah, uh, a few <laughs> years. Yeah, right. No, yeah. <laughs> your parents conspired to screw me up. No, That's so. what it was. Yes. Yeah, so 50 years from now, we're going to piss off Mike. <laughs> then they go who okay yeah. uh but uh yeah so the gang's all here and uh, uh i think the show will go better this week but for, before we explain why i was having issues well my internet i have lots of issues let's just narrow it down to my internet issues uh let's do let's do our regular weather stuff here uh, like we always do, because Kevin's got to know what the weather's like. And, uh, I don't think he really misses any of the weather that we have. I don't know what it's like out in New York, but uh, spring has finally gotten here, and it's about freaking time, too. Because um, yesterday, I think it got up to uh, 80. It says it's eight, 86 here now? Good Lord. Uh, yeah, spring is here with a vengeance. Uh, this is my kind of weather. Yesterday it was up to uh, 80, but then we had a uh, shower pass through, and I think it dropped it down to 68 uh, or something like that. It cooled it off really quick, and we need a little moisture here. So, uh, But, yeah, I think the... Who doesn't like a little bit of moisture? <laughs> I'm, Sorry, I wasn't going to let that go. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, knowing you, it wouldn't. Oh, oh hey, we have an 80% chance of rain on Tuesday. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, oh, good, looks like this week, well... Ooh, Saturday could get a little iffy because Saturday is graduation here, and they're saying a forty percent chance of rain. So that yeah. could get a little. Um, we we have a contingency plan. It's just kind of a pain, but uh, yeah, this week looks like it could be uh, some precipitation. That's fine. It's a little dry here. Get the grass growing. Uh, it's starting to green up, but um, you know, get it growing a little bit and get things started, and um, you know, get ready for spring, summer, and all that good stuff. So, what's your weather like, Elisa? Yeah. Yeah. We went from winter to summer because on Wednesday it hit 90. Uh, yes. It was the only the only bad thing about it was the pool wasn't open. Ah, uh, that sucks. So that makes it difficult, but it was really humid, it was hot. It was we had the, we had the fan on when we slept at night. I finally took the electric blanket off my bed. <laughs> it was great. And then the front came through yesterday. And today I'm wearing my winter clothes again. I'm freezing. We closed all the windows. It's 60 degrees right now and it's raining. It says high humidity, but it doesn't feel that. And the rest of the week looks like it's going to be halfway decent, anywhere between 63 and 77 degrees, depending on what day it is. That's not too bad. That's uh... Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, no, anything above, you know, six, anything for me above 60 is good. I just don't like that cold weather. Uh, no, I, that weeping sound you hear is Kevin because uh, he's mm-hmm. listening to this going, oh, my God, I'm dying. Um, 
Yeah, he's got the air conditioning on full blast right now. Yes. Um, and do we even want to ask uh, Melissa what? Uh, you probably you probably don't. Uh, Kevin should probably I, cover I, his I ears. Can say, I can say it for her. Fucking hot. It's fucking hot. <laughs> It's don't talk to me about your fucking vengeance, okay? It's a hundred fucking three degrees right now. That's the weather. Really? Good lord. <laughs> yep. And it's and, and our low is gonna be on uh at six, it's gonna go down to a hundred. Oh boy. Uh it's like uh, outdoor egg frying weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see the, the lowest it's gonna be is on Sunday at ninety three. The rest are triple digits. Well I see, uh yeah, well it's a few days late, but this would have made uh, good first of May weather. You know what? First of May is, don't you? Mayday, Mayday. Well, beyond that, hooray, hooray, the first of May outdoor sex begins today. So, <laughs> that's a new one on me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that I one for years. I learned something new. Yeah, there you go. Uh, new way to celebrate uh, May Day. So, there we go. Well, you've got the moisture, but it's, it's dry here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I'm not even going to touch that one with the, the, Yeah, you should anything. just keep going. Yeah, I think that's good. Okay, so, yeah, moving on to things that are a little less embarrassing. Um, I Last week, we were ta- or last show, um, we were talking about uh, why my Internet sucked, and I finally figured it out. Um, my I've talked about it before. I'm getting my Wi-Fi through AT&T through a... Uh, LTE connection, so they have their router, but that doesn't have enough uh, Ethernet ports, and it can only handle 10 wireless devices, and hell, I got that many tablets alone. So I needed a router (laughs) to distribute the wired, uh, the Ethernet, and for uh, Wi-Fi connection, so I had a Buffalo router down here. Well, you two were always bitching at each other. Each wanted to be the DHCP server. And I thought I'd have one turned off, but then they just they would start. I don't know. They'd get themselves turned on. Write your own jokes, there, people. Um, and it was just causing issues. And uh, it would my internet speeds would get down to like four or five up, and like point eight down or point two or uh, four or five down, and like. Point eight up or something, just something horribly oh. ridiculous. It was terrible. So I finally said, screw it. And I uh, went to my um, weakness of choice, Amazon. And I, I did a little bit of research, not extensive, but a little bit. I decided I wanted a mesh router because I also had another, I had a router out in the, uh, it was acting as an extender out in the garage. And that crapped out on me. So I said, let's just put a mesh network in the house here so i went out and got the netgear orby home mesh system um and put that in and then we had like a spot that we didn't think was really good so then i ordered a second satellite for it so we've got two satellites and the main thing in the house here um so and now it seems to be good because when I run a speed test, uh, I can get anywhere, depending upon traffic, um, from about 15. I've hit 30 down and up to just about 10 up uh, at times. So it's uh, made things, it's made a dramatic difference. And so I don't think we'll be having the. Uh, um, problems that we were having last time and then after we recorded last time the next that monday night afterwards we recorded sci-fi tech talk and so i tried to fix the internet that we had 
and so I broke it, but actually I broke it better, so at least we could podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I did. Anyway, uh, we, a lot of things wouldn't connect to Wi-Fi. Some would, some wouldn't. I don't know. I think it was probably a, a DHCP server issue. Anyway, but oh. then we were having good, uh, we had good speeds for that, and we didn't have any latency issues like we were having. Um, so that's why I decided, well, let's just get a new router and just screw this and start over. I did you look at Mac Obs- <laughs> Did you look at the Mac Observer uh, when you were researching it all? Uh, Dave no, Hamilton has written extensively on the mesh networks. I have a Eero. Right. I, I knew you had, and I that was a little bit more. Um, and but I did do. I didn't look at Mac Observer, but I did look at a few other articles, and the uh, Netgear came pretty well recommended um it seemed to do pretty good um i had had another the router i had before the buffalo was an almond router and that can create a mesh network but i had issues the one that died out in the garage um was uh one of those uh it wasn't part of a mesh network but i had two almond routers here i was trying to use one as an extender and both of them had issues with dying or just doing weird crap and i thought well i'm not gonna touch those so there was a few that i ruled out and like i say i might have um if i would have been a little more had a little more cash i might have gone for the uh the uh, euro but the uh uh and i had looked at um google too but um i can't remember specifically what it was but when you have internet of things here it sort of binds the 2G and 5G, I think if I remember that correctly, it kind of created an issue if you have a lot of internet of things on your uh, system. So I kind of went, if I hadn't been so deep into that stuff, it might have that might have been okay because that was a little cheaper and had gotten fairly good recommendations except for that. Um, and what was the other one? Um, I, I looked at a few of them and finally, and this one here wasn't too bad. For the, it comes with the base. The one I bought initially came with the base and one satellite, and that was about two ninety one. And of course, after I bought it, I think they had some sales, and I think it was down to maybe two fifty or something like that. But um, the setup was easy. Uh, I plugged things in. I uh, installed it from an app on the phone or got it up and running from an app from the phone um i haven't had any issues with it everything's working great so uh i haven't yet gone out to and i don't know i should see if there's an app i can put on my phone or my tablet that would measure signal strength i know there's one for my laptop but i don't want to have to get that thing resurrected and batteries <laughs> expanding on that thing but i it would be nice to measure see how how good our coverage is outside because that was another one of the reasons why I wanted a mesh system was that so I could sit on the patio um, during the summer and you know do things browse or whatever and have a decent signal back there or if we wanted to be in the front yard for some particular reason we'd have a good signal there I just wanted to bathe my uh, yard in Wi-Fi goodness (laughs) don't we all (laughs) yes Um, but like I say that that, yeah it is and like uh, and so far now there is one weird thing, and I don't know if anybody listening has any suggestions. I would be interested to know, um, and I might solve it by just wa- running a Ethernet cable up to my wife's computer. It sits in the kitchen, and we never had any problem with the Buffalo router, but now with this one, uh, she keeps getting disconnected. Um, hmm. um, <laughs> 
I'll have to try to remember that. Uh, somebody put a show title up there. I'll have to see if I can remember that one. Um, <laughs> but That's now, what I put there, so you don't have to remember it. <laughs> right. Um, but like I say, she, uh, it keeps uh, disconnecting while she's playing her Facebook games, and so I loudly hear about it. Um, but... Um, <laughs> So I don't know, and like I say, it's not too far away. I'd have to drill a hole in the floor, but I might just solve the problem by running an Ethernet cable and be done with it. But uh, how old is her computer? It is ooh, six years old. A Windows computer. Um, that could possibly be. Yeah, but like I say, the only difference is working fine with the Buffalo and not with this one. I just in nothing else outside the router, nothing else has changed. Uh, Did you try moving her computer to another location and see if she has the same problem? Well, that's why we bought the satellite, was that we moved it up there and put it in the, uh, like, about 10 feet away in the living room, uh, and it still didn't seem to help. Um, and like I say, I could either buy a uh, USB dongle and put it and see if that does it, or, like I say, I might just run an Ethernet cable and say, screw it. Um, because my two computers down here are running off of uh, Ethernet cables. But when I'm using my tablets and stuff I, and playing video on them, I don't see any issue there. So I tried reinstalling the driver. Well, I haven't tried reinstalling it, but I went to Dell and had it checked to see that it had the most current drivers. And I even ran the uh, Windows connectivity thing. And I tried giving it a fixed IP address, and none of that stuff seemed to help. So I don't know. How huh. oh, did you work on this? Pretty much like throughout the the week, or oh, did I mean, it take a long time for troubleshooting? You know, process of elimination, and it sounds like a mess. Uh, yeah, I I worked at it at different times, trying different things, and like I said, I just haven't quite nailed it down, and. Uh, so, and it just disconnects and reconnects, but when she's playing some of those Facebook games, that can cause problems. So, uh, I don't know, I'll have to look at that. Otherwise, like I said, everything else seems to be fine. Uh, we don't, we aren't, um, you aren't waiting, sitting there going, okay, where's Mike? We're waiting for Mike right. to speak. <laughs> that was a fun game. It could just be a problem just with the Facebook games alone. Possibly. Well, no, it says it disconnects on her computer down in the corner, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see how that one goes. Uh, it gives me one more thing to, uh, you know, check and keep track of. But uh, like I say, so that's that's been my adventure in Wi-Fi, and hopefully now we can just have a once I get her computer figured out. Hopefully we'll have a nice, smoothly operating system without any kinks in it. Never, <laughs> or I else know. we wouldn't have a show to talk about. <laughs> yes, I know. And we then I would have all this time on my hands. Speaking of time on my hands, but um, bump bump. Yes, okay, that was a, a sludgy segue. But um, yes, I've bought a new Apple Watch. Um, Mike bit it. Yep, uh, and actually, I'm kind of disappointed in you two. I threw a couple clues out there. Because um, <laughs> last show, when you uh, when Alisa was talking about uh, that stand she was reviewing, I threw that one up in there that was a two-in-one, which charges the phone and the watch. And I was waiting for one of you guys to say something about uh, uh, why do you need that. Oh, you were waiting for us to pick on you? Well, I was waiting oh, to see if you... I've got your number now. Uh, well, <laughs> I, see why, I see why you do this every other week. <laughs> sure. Well, I was looking to see if any... Waiting for you guys to pick up. And then in the show notes here, uh, I was talking about... Uh, 
uh, listing the stuff that we talked about, and I listed my pick, uh, the, the thing that I had bought in there. And uh, mm-hmm. I had put in there, where, where is it now? Um, hmm, why does he need one of them? So, okay. Uh, but uh-huh. anyway, yes, I have, a, I have an Apple Watch. I think we're going to have kind of an Apple Watch segment here because um, I have a question or two, and I uh, see Elisa said something about airs. I haven't gotten any of them yet, except maybe on my credit card. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I got the 42-millimeter um, with just the sports band, and I don't know. I'm still kind of the series three yep. without cellular. Without, without cellular. cellular, yeah, GPS okay. only. Um, okay. I'm trying. I think for what I do, the sports band is probably good. I'm just kind of getting used to putting it on, especially because when I get up in the morning, I don't turn the light on because I don't want to wake my wife up. So I'm, you know, doing this in the dark. I'm getting better at it. Uh, yeah, that takes a little bit of time, but yeah. pretty soon you won't even you won't even think about it. The only time you'll think about it is. Hmm, why does the crown keep getting pushed? Maybe I should flip it the other way. Ah, screw it. <laughs> That's what's happened to me. I keep wanting to to flip it around so that the crown is on the opposite side because a lot of times when I if I'm doing stuff and it's too far down my wrist because I just like it where it is, but if I bend my hand or it it ends up push, pushing on the crown and then creating havoc. So you have your That's crown, something you have to get used to also. Do you have your crown facing your hand? Or yeah, I have, it, I have it how you have it, how it's pictured in the ads. I just wear it the way that it's pictured. So the crown, when I when I look at my wrist, it's on my left wrist. Oh, and the yeah. crown is on the right side. Okay, yeah, because I've got it on my right hand. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's where I was slightly. Are you confused. a lefty? No, I'm a righty, but I thought I would put it on my um, right hand. Um, I th- because I figured it'd give me a little better, you know, measurement of my activity um oh because they usually recommend that you put it on your non-dominant hand right um yeah. no left i no, found it up, yeah i found <laughs> it uncomfortable because i'm right-handed too and i put it on my right hand i think i was troubleshooting my previous watch for something yeah. and it it gave me more steps because i'm right-handed and it was just very uncomfortable like just, yeah. just brushing my teeth you know, I'm brushing yeah, my teeth and I'm moving my hand my back right. and forth and it's on my right hand and i got like you know 200 steps just for brushing my teeth <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and like I say, it's just uh, it it, and for me, it just seems a little bit better because it's a little easier for me to look down and uh, look at it uh, on my right hand than on my left hand, depending upon what it is I'm doing. Um, but yeah, that was I just I wore it over there. Now, like I said, I did have a a, a question here. I have I've had one problem, uh, and that's with messages. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it the same problem that Elise is having though? <laughs> well, we're gonna find we're gonna find out in a moment. <laughs> sure. Well, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> my thing is is that so now the messages go to the watch before the phone would always make a sound, and I it's it's just that I'm missing, I'm not catching the messages when they come in because I don't know if I don't have a good enough uh, uh, haptic feedback on there, uh, especially like when I'm wearing my headphones. I think it makes a uh, a sound when you send a message in, but if and it doesn't come through my headphones, um, so I could be working listening to music. I may not feel the haptic feedback, and then I'm looking down. And because at school, it's the way that I've kind of trained them to communicate with me to let me know about something. And so there's been a couple times I, 
Somebody said, well, I sent you a message. I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, so I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. is there some way I can alter it so that uh, a different feedback? I thought about maybe a little electrical pulse, but now knowing you two say this, you'd probably be sending me messages every 10 seconds <laughs> just to watch me twitch. Um, now, so- I've got, I've got this. This isn't the problem that I have in the show notes, but... Yes. There's times I'll look down at my watch, uh, Mike, and I'll see the little red dot. And then I'll say, oh, look at that. I had three messages. Never felt it. Same thing happens with the stand up when you get the message time to stand. Uh, yeah, and I'll look and I'll see and I'll see that I missed it. Like I never got the, the, the little notification that I'm, it's been time and I need to stand up. And the way uh, you don't get it on, you don't hear anything on your phone because if your phone is in close proximity to your watch, right, it notifies you by your watch, not by your phone. And, uh-huh. and, and that's on the Apple website. And see, I would like for messages at least to have it go through my phone and in the and therefore into my headset that I'm wearing, uh, so that I could hear it, so that I know. Um, because so your uh, preference is auditory first. Yeah. Uh, preferably because you know, depending upon what I'm doing, if I'm using a piece of equipment or something that vibrates, I may or may not feel half the feedback. Or <laughs> sorry, I heard that. Do you have? Oh. Did you? Did you? I mean, this is just a stupid question, but sure. I mean, one of the first places to check is: Did you swipe up from the bottom and make sure that the little bell isn't red? Yeah, I checked that. Okay. Oh, now. Well, yeah, now it was red, but now is that for sounds or? Uh, yeah, so the bell, if it's red, that means that you've muted it. Right. That well, means that no sound will come through. And I don't know if I was using it and accidentally hit that because I know it was That's red. That's possible. It was red once and I turned it off because I wanted, you know, I want the I want the feedback. I want to know something. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was, that one was on. Um, but yeah, I would prefer. I, I want the message itself to come to the watch, so I can just look down, see what it is, and um, okay. Uh, Next place to check. So we we check that. So that's one place that you yep. can sounds and now, haptics. Well, so that's one place you can you can check regularly when you're having a problem. Like that's one of the first places to troubleshoot. Like, hmm, it's not making a sound. Okay, right. so flip up from the bottom, look for the red bell. If it's red, make it not red. Turn off. Then I would say the next place would be to go. This might be what what Elise was just saying, but in your watch app on your mm-hmm. iPhone. Yep. Yeah, under so, sounds and haptics. Sounds and haptics is one uh, place to look. I was going to suggest notifications first, well, though. There's something maybe, here that says prominent haptic. When this is on, yeah. Apple Watch will play a prominent haptic to pre-announce some common alerts. I'm going to turn mine on because mine's been off. Yeah, I have prominent haptic on. Yeah. And I have it. I have it jacked all the way up. And then there is a switch also for cover to mute. So maybe that you might, if it's on, maybe you've, you've covered it accidentally and it's muted it for you since you're so, wearing it on your right hand. Maybe I'm just saying this points to another reason why maybe you might not want to wear it on your right hand because if your right hand's always doing stuff, you could maybe, I don't know, maybe you're covering it with like a cuff of your sleeve or, you know, something's happening that it's getting covered or it's getting mm. tapped by accident or something like that. That's why it might be better for this instance. And this is all just an evaluation. Right. It might be better for this instance to wear it on your left, on your non-dominant, so that you're not accidentally touching it or interacting with it in ways that are causing problems for you. It's just one one process of elimination sure. step. 
Uh, but yeah, there there's a place, and then there's an alert, alert volume. But then I would go also back and check in on your Apple Watch app. See, now we're going to hear all kinds of sounds because we're testing this stuff out. Uh, go no, into notifications. Uh, so go into notifications on your on your watch app, and then make sure that that's set up the way that you want it to. So there's a notifications yeah. indicator. That's the red dot. You've got that switched on. Yep. And then scroll down to messages. And then you've got two choices, mirror my iPhone or custom. Yeah, see, I was slightly confused by that. Let's see, where is must be, I went too far, I think. Oh, I so you might want to use custom instead. And then I've got show alerts, sound, and haptics. I have all three of them on, and I've tried both. And then I've got re, uh, repeat alerts three times. I might go ten. Um, is it ten? Just, just yeah. for troubleshooting it, yeah. Okay. Because if you're uh, not getting them, then right. that might give you a chance. Right. And I think I've tried both. And now, mirror, mirror my iPhone, so whatever settings I had on there, mm-hmm. right? It'll just it'll just copy whatever's on your iPhone. Right. So, right. for example, I don't like to get re- – see, I have repeat alerts set to never because I do it a little bit differently. Instead of just relying upon – the feedback to come, whether it be auditory or visual, I've trained myself to check because I am too interrupted throughout the day to be having alerts coming at me and being reliant reliant upon that. So I've just kind of trained it almost like, like learning a muscle memory. I've just trained myself to just check. So I don't stress over this stuff. Like I could see why you do and that's right. completely valid. For me, I don't stress over it because I've just trained myself to just check. So for me, instead of worrying about all these settings and whether or not it's going to make the sound or make me feel it, I've just trained myself to just every but, every couple of minutes or so just swipe down from the top and review my messages. And then another suggestion, and this is just if you wanted to go that route where you just kind of train yourself, you, you kind of develop like a little quick workflow for yourself, then what I would recommend is like I've done – one of my watch faces that I can swipe to easily. It's not a priority for me, but if it's a priority for you, then I would go ahead and put the complication for the messages on your first watch face. And then that way you can just tap on it and you can review all the messages. Well, I do have it on there, but part of the problem is, though, when I'm listening to music, I have the uh, basically the remote come up on mm-hmm. the phone so I can uh, skip to the next song or pause or whatever. And right, so, I do too. Yeah, and so that's another workflow. You have to kind of develop the muscle memory that you know you're listening to music and you know that you're going to have to, and I'm trying to train myself this too, you're going to have to tap on the side button once and then usually when you are switching back and forth, it's usually like one little swipe down. So that's just one of those things where, yeah, you're going to have to learn how to train yourself to do that. That That would be an interesting thing if there was a way to make it so that the now playing doesn't come up by default. I wonder if there's a setting in there that you could change. I think there is. I think, what did they see now? Of course, I can't remember where it was. But, uh... Music. Um, But that would would be, because if you need to prioritize your message screen over your now playing screen, then that's what you would probably want to do. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But then I, it sucks to have the, yeah, you can't get to the pause button quick enough. Right, yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is that quite often um, I have people come up to me and uh, talk, and so I like to pause whatever I'm listening to. Uh, Do you I, reach up and tap something on your earphone 
though? Yeah, I Isn't do. there a pause button there? Okay. I do that, too. But then there gets to be a little bit of confusion because then I've run into that where I then have to uh, tap twice on my headphones to get it to work again because um, or tap on the headphone and then the watch um, because uh, uh, the, I think the headphones is thinking it's playing, but then the phone is waiting for the watch to tell it to play. Yeah, there's a bit of a delay. Or, well, there's a bit of confusion there, too, I think. Yeah. So I'm trying to, and I would rather, uh, I guess, stop it on my watch, because that looks a little less conspicuous than reaching up uh-huh. to touch my ear. Like, you know, I I think by now most people realize I'm not an idiot. Well, <laughs> or they're polite and haven't said anything. But anyway. Uh, what about this? Um, there's a section in general under wake screen, and the choices are wake screen on ri- wrist raise and i have that turned on then it says auto launch audio apps so is that i wonder if we were playing music if you had that switched off that that would turn off if you wanted to prioritize messages over the player pause button but you just said you'd rather have the play pause yeah. button prioritized yeah. so then you probably want to keep that on yeah um then it says on screen wake show last app and mine's set to within two minutes of last use, but you, yep. you could probably change that to while in session. So yeah, I think you're gonna have to if if that's how if that's how you want it to work, I think you're gonna have to train yourself to check and press the side button and get back into the messages screen yeah. from the now playing screen. I think that's just a workflow, a muscle memory you're gonna have to develop. To make sure that you're getting those messages. Well, I hope at some point maybe Apple will allow us to do custom custom hap- haptics or something. Uh, oh yeah, kind of like the uh, custom ringtones, sounds, vibration ringtones. Yeah, yeah. yeah if we could cool. do something like that, or even custom sounds or something. Um, now the other thing I had wondered about was right now I've got my headphones connected to the phone by bluetooth if i was to connect it to the watch yeah that would be something to try would i then get the instead of the sounds just annoying everybody around me uh would it go through the headphones so then i would be going from the phone to the watch to the headphones i don't Yes. When I'm at the gym, I have podcasts on my watch. Yeah. That's what my next question was. So, and I'll, yeah. but what happens is I will feel something on my arm that I've got a text. So maybe that's what you need to do, Mike, is okay. pair your headphones to your watch, watch Bluetooth and use, like, that was my next question for you was, are you using Outcast yet? Because Lisa, uh, Lisa's been using that. No. And maybe that's the way it works for her, the way it would work for you. Uh, no, I just got, and Downcast has, I use Downcast, and that's got a nice little uh, watch app for, uh, because I always have my phone with me. And now, because, uh, Elisa, you want to go to the gym without your phone and have right. your stuff yeah. there. Yeah, the difference. Correct. My phone yeah. is in the locker. My podcast I'm listening to is physically on the watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I still just feel the, the, the tap when a text comes through yeah. or a phone call. Um, so Mike doesn't really have that need. He just has his phone with him. So he right. wouldn't have to use the Outcast app necessarily. But maybe it's as simple as just pairing your headphones to your watch instead. But then would that work? I don't know if that would. Yeah, that would. I don't work think it's going to make a difference because I still don't hear a sound. It's just the the mm-hmm. tap, you know, the, I'm on my oh. wrist. 
So the sound for the message coming through doesn't doesn't bing in your ear. No. And he wants it to. Now, when you're at the gym, mm-hmm. you don't have a you've got a uh, which I forgot which series you have two, three, three, three. Uh, the same watch you have. The GPS version, not the cell version. Correct. Okay, so how uh, is how is your if your phone is in the locker? How is mm-hmm. it getting? How are how is your watch getting your texts and messages? Is it connected to the Wi-Fi? It's either gym? Wi-Fi, yeah. It's either connected to the Wi-Fi or it's really reaching with the Bluetooth. But it's probably the Wi-Fi of the gym. Okay, oh, so, so you're it, connected to the gym's Wi-Fi. Yeah. So that's okay. why I'm thinking, you know, for the heck of it, sometime try leaving your watch, your phone somewhere, or turning off the Wi-Fi or something. And then, well, then you probably wouldn't be getting, would you be getting messages then? Does the watch... As long as the watch, as lo- if I turn off the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth is still on. Right. Uh-huh, right. Yeah, so you know, I, I was just trying to figure and out how to do one or the, the other watch, to isolate it. Right, and that's how the watch is connecting to the phone. Sure. And so I was just wondering if you, well, if you didn't have the phone there... Connected to your watch, getting messages. Of course, then your watch wouldn't be getting messages. I guess I'm going in circles here. Uh, but I mean, I can test. I'm going to the gym yeah. tomorrow, and if I remember, I can when I get there, I can turn Wi-Fi off. Yeah, see so what happens. To, yeah, and but then whenever when you go, have to switch it, you can't just tap it on the screen, right? I oh no, I always go into the general Wi-Fi settings. Yeah, and turn okay. it off, and then when I get done, which is usually about you know 45 minutes. I'll check and see what happens if any messages came through um, through data. Yeah, that would be an interesting test. Yeah, because I'm just wondering, you know, if your phone wasn't in the equation, would the watch be giving you the feedback instead of the phone? I'm not getting this explained real well, but the problem is. With, no, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but, yeah, and, I, I can understand what you're saying, but you're right. you're right. It's hard to explain without looking at all the toggles and switches sure. and settings and stuff. Well, yeah, no, just thing is, if you turn your phone off, basically, your watch probably wouldn't be getting messages. So then, the point of whether which one gives you the feedback is kind of mute, moot. Um, yeah. yeah, it would be muted. Yeah, it would. <laughs> and then, if you had a cell uh, cellular. Uh, watch you'd be getting it directly anyway yes Yes. and then you also have to look at the watch settings make sure that it's not mirroring your phones that you could truly test it right yeah so there's a custom but i might sit down because next week at work i'm going to nice there'll be fewer people around watching me what the hell are you doing uh type thing so (laughs) i might try uh take disconnecting my bluetooth my headphones from my phone, connecting it to my watch, and then try a few things and see how that works and see how it does with messages. Because, you know, my, and then, well, yeah, and then if the headphones aren't there, then it should just, the sound should come from the watch like it normally would. Because I don't wear my headphones all the time. Some people may think so, but I don't. Um, so, yeah, my, and like, so my big thing is I just want to get the messages as soon as, as soon as someone sends them to me, because if it's something important, I want to be able to, to get on it. And, you know, even if I'm checking it every so often, 
uh, something that could be halfway as critical like a toilet overflowing, I kind of want to know about it now. And then if you're looking at your watch every few minutes, people are going, what, you in a hurry to get out of here? Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll have to figure out a strategy. And it may come down to just checking my watch every so often to see if I have messages. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to figure out something. Well, I hope your school knows how dedicated you are. <laughs> oh, I think they do. Uh, the, the superintendent and I have known each other for about 15 years now. So, uh, yeah, um, and she knows that I'm a little nuts anyway. Uh, so, yeah, she, she just kind of shakes her heads and walks away a few times. And Okay. <laughs> okay. So now, Elisa, what kind of errors were you having? The problem that I get is when – you probably get notifications, or maybe you don't, but I know Kevin does. When I finish a workout, it sends a notification, yep. to him at least, that yep. just says, you know, Elisa just completed 17 minutes of walking. And then he'll send a response. They've got like canned responses, you know, or you can do something yourself, like way to go or whatever. So he'll send it back. And I find with those messages specifically, I have to go into messages on every one of my devices to get rid of it. Hmm. So... You send me a message, hey, are we recording today? And I read it on my phone. Now it's going to show up on my iPad. It's going to show up on my phone, shows up on my watch, shows up on my Mac. If I look at it on my phone and I go, you know, and I read it, it disappears everywhere else except for those like attaboys after I've oh. done a workout. Uh, uh-huh. I have to go on every device to delete it. You mean just to read it, or do you, are you actually deleting your messages as as they come through? Well, to, to get it to get it read, yeah, yeah so to get rid of that little uh, the little flat. dot, yeah, the little notification, yeah, that would drive me. Yeah, up. it's like, why, why is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I wish I could contribute to this. Unfortunately, I don't work out enough to be able to <laughs> get those. those messages. But I mean, any you know anything? I mean, like like yeah. I, it it doesn't make any sense. Like you should just do something. Like hit workout, walk around your house for a minute. Mm-hmm finish it, hopefully I'll get it, and then I can send you a way to go and see if it deletes on your phone and your iPad and your right, computer and your watch. This is just a watch. conspiracy. Everybody is just trying to get me to work out. I, I see the conspiracy. I just want I just want that noted. Damn, Lisa, <laughs> she's on to us now. Um, yeah. Well, see, no, now, now you've motivated me because I, I, I like to troubleshoot, so. Sure. <laughs> it's just the you know it's just the most annoying thing. Yeah. And then the other thing with messages, remember how messages were out of order all the time? Right. Yeah. I, they must have fixed it with one of the recent updates, not this yeah. just recent one, but the one before that. Except on my Mac, they are so foobard on the Mac. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like you know me you me you me you, it'll be me 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 you 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 you, and <laughs> in backward order. And I know with my I think it's my brother. One, possibly my husband too they have read receipts on theirs uh-huh. and it will be 20 minutes after what time it really is hmm. well I've never hmm. entirely trusted the speediness sometimes of messages on any uh, messaging uh, service oh, no, no no I'm saying like if I'm sitting there when we're talking back and forth in real time right. and it's uh, 1 o'clock it's say, you know, say it's 1 o'clock and I send him a response to something it'll say red 120 it's like, okay. no, it's only 1 o'clock. Um, and I hadn't really noticed it until you mentioned it, was it a month ago? Is that when you was talking about the message order thing? Um, I had that problem, too, and then it got rectified yeah. when I think I signed out and signed back in or, or something like Didn't, that. Yep, yeah, I did that on my computer. did not help. 
Okay. It's and mine, mine was tied to because we were using a, a shared Apple ID and I was going through that whole fiasco. But so far, knock on wood, it's it's been working. Like our conversation that we have in, in the Goo Pod is in order for me on looks like all all three of my devices. It is now, but mine was having an issue on my iPad. I think it was fine on my phone, but the iPad was, you know, effed up. And but now I think that's fine, and it may be because I did an update which would have restarted everything, and so maybe that, and maybe the update had itself had something to do with it too. I don't know, uh, but yeah, I haven't noticed that problem with uh, messages. And Kevin sent me a few, you know, attaboys or. Uh, I'm surprised they don't have a "Are you alive?" Uh, thing in there. <laughs> I uh, want one with a little sloth on it <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, yeah, because like I say he sent me a few, and uh, and uh, just you know, remember, people, I'm a janitor, so I rack up miles uh, seriously. Um, so he sent me a few, uh, you know, but when I look at it on the watch. I th- yeah, it goes away on the phone, I think. So I think mine is fine. Um, I'll have to pay attention. Um, uh, when, you know, because uh, I, weekends, it's usually, I you guys won't see a lot of activity out of me because that's when I try to rest up. But the, yeah, the rest of the week, mm-hmm. uh, like a few times here, um, Oh, go back to where you were, you stupid thing. I oh, swear. I don't think, I don't have you on my list. I don't think I sent you a sharing notification. I'll have to rectify that situation. I thought I did. I, I'll have to double check. But yeah, and like I say, it's not unusual uh, for me to hit it by, uh, hit my goals by, well, I think one time it was by 11 o'clock in the morning. But remember, I'm up by 4.15 too. Um, so I've been at it for seven hours. But that's just, you know, walking. The only problem is. Oh, uh, I got it. Okay. Um, now we're connected. Okay, there we go. My biggest don't look. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for me, my biggest problem is the stand-up goal because I'm standing. Look, now your notifications are working. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. Uh, invitation. Okay, yeah, I'll accept that. Um, uh, yeah, not to brag here. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna brag. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I've gotten like 115, 151 percent of my goal. Yeah. So and. I didn't think I was too conservative. I kind of where, where's my goals at now? Um, there's so many places you got a watch app and you got the health app. So many uh-huh. places you have to go to. Uh, yeah, I, it can get confusing. A little bit, yeah. And I was going to see what I had my goals set at. Is it workouts? No. Now, that's the other thing too. I should. How do I? How would I start a workout when I'm just like working? Do I start when I get it at work and just say it's a walking? Work yeah, on. I would do an other. I would do an other. Another, okay. Yeah, because I have just found from my own personal experience, if I do walking or something, if your heart rate doesn't get to a certain point, you don't get credit. It'll show that you walked, or I say you walked for half an hour. It'll show on the watch on the app that you walked for half an hour, but you might only get credit for seven minutes. I mean, this happened to me last year when I was in New Jersey at the beach. I walked for 90 minutes straight and got no credit because I wasn't walking. Yeah, because I I did outdoor walk. And because my heart rate wasn't, I have a very low heart, I have a very low heart rate. Hmm. And I didn't get high enough, so it didn't count. I was furious. 
Uh, okay, here we go. I finally found my goals. So, yeah, when I set it up, I picked uh, for the calories. I think I picked the medium one. It wasn't like the, uh, I forget what they all were, but this is so I burned 720 calories. I got it set to burn that. Um, and so, um, and then the exercise. indoor walk. Why does it still say that there's 10 seconds in yellow? Did I not finish it? What happened? Um, then I've got 30 minutes of exercise, and then, now this stand, is that 8 times in 12 hours? Is that the, uh, is that how I'm reading that? Hmm. Probably. You you want to go for 12 hours. Right. Well, like I say, the problem is, I'm standing a lot of the time, um... That's the thing that kills me is that you're standing <laughs> yeah. and you're walking like, like, all right, making dinner. I'm going between my refrigerator and my stove and my sink. And then, you know, I'm back and forth and back and forth. And it'll say time to stand. <laughs> like, what do you think I've been doing? You need to walk for a minute. I have so to- standing is really not accurate. You need to be walking for a solid minute. And steps aren't accurate either. Right. I gave up on the steps a long time ago. Uh, yeah, cause like, um, well, and again, because now, yeah, it's measuring it from the watch. Now, if it was measuring it from the phone or does it do both? Um, cause the phone I have tucked in my saddlebag on my hip, so that should be detecting movement. Whereas, but the problem I've always had with, you know, any wrist attached, uh, step device. When you I'm have to du- swing your arms. Well, yeah, when I'm uh, dust mopping, you know, I'm racking them up like crazy because I'm swinging my arm back and forth. So it's probably like three swings for every step that I take when I'm dust mopping. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably, you know, three times faster than what, you know, uh, it should be. Um, yeah, so I've always, but, you know, I, I do like the steps, though, because when I'm at school, I can sit there and go, yeah, uh, like Friday it says I put on 20,000 steps top that um yeah um but yeah so i i i need to sit down and explore some of this more and figure out um you know what i'm doing here uh the flights if you're gonna wear it on your right or your left wrist right that'll make a difference yeah yeah and um like i say i'll have to play around with that a little bit and see what's what. Now, I remember once, uh, Lisa, when you were having wash problems about calibrating it. Mm-hmm. Do I need to go and do that? or? Well, they tell you that you should take an outdoor walk for 20 minutes to calibrate it. I didn't. I did that and I didn't find it made a difference. I, you have to look at this more as not the gospel, but gives you a rough yeah, idea. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I just want to try and make sure. Am I getting in enough exercise? Especially when you're coming from another wearable device like a Fitbit. It can be very misleading or it can be very disappointing because the Fitbit, I mean, I think the Fitbit or something like the Fitbit is a hell of a lot more accurate because you clip it to your waist. I mean, the places that you wear that thing give a much more accurate reading of an actual pedometer step count because it's on your hip or it's, you know, you wear it like in, in the center or something. Um, whereas the watch, it's like, how how is it calculating your steps when it's not at your hip all the time and it's on your wrist and then you have to swing your arms and that, I don't know, that just, because to me, I'm always carrying something. I'm always, I've always got something in my arms. I'm, when I'm walking, I usually have something in my arms. I, I rarely ever have my arms free. Maybe that's my problem. 
I'm just always carrying something. So I can't, I can't be swinging my arms. That's why I've just kind of given up on it as far as activity and workouts are concerned. I get plenty of use out of my watch. I just don't really use it. Well, that's why grocery shopping, you know, you spend an hour at the grocery store and you get no credit for standing. Because your hands are on the cart. Because your hands are on the cart and maybe you're moving to, you know, take some meat out of the case or, you know, lift and, you know, buy some, get some boxes off the shelf, but you're not doing it for a solid minute because, and I don't end up getting credit until I take the bags out of the cart and put them in my car. Whereas then on the flip side, you're getting credit for knitting. Or doing something exactly. with your hands and that are moving on, your, and your legs aren't moving. So and I'm sitting on my butt. I'll be yeah, I'll be looking down at my watch eleven thousand steps. Like I've been sitting for two hours watching a movie. No, I didn't take eleven thousand steps today. And I wonder sometimes if like in, in my car, I noticed this the one day when I was driving, my the vibration of the steering wheel was really because I, I must have just been on not a very smooth road or something. And I'm watching as my, my wrist is kind of bouncing up down. I'm thinking, is this counting steps? I wonder. Yeah, and just going to a, a concert or a play and applauding. Yeah, when you're steps. clapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Then I wanted to figure out, too, uh, uh, and I don't know, maybe I don't. Uh, I wanted to find the heart rate uh, thing in here because uh, I want to see. Good thing this doesn't do blood pressure. Some days when I'm at work um, <laughs> and things get a little <laughs> frustrating, um, you know, I wonder if. Uh, you know, uh, I think in the future it might. I think they're working on that for the future blood pressure and also, you know, detecting glucose levels and things like that. Yeah. And so, you know, this might be, you know, kind of interesting. Uh, Did you find the heart rate? Yeah, it's in the health. So there's three places. This is the one thing. I don't know. Maybe having all in one would be confusing, but having three, because you have your watch, you have your. Uh, Okay, let me see here. No, so you got well. Have you have you taken some time to really customize your watch faces and complications? Because I find that that's where it's at. Once you can get those customized the way that you want them, and it and it takes a while. I mean, just like it, it takes longer to customize all that stuff than it does learning how to get the strap on your wrist. But once you get that customized, then you can kind of reach a send because you kind of you remember which face has which complications, and you kind of know. Okay, it's three swipes and then a tap here to get to this that uh, sort of thing yeah so i've got um yeah i'm going to try and find the name of this one but it's the um um do you have a, a third party app the modular modular oh, you okay. can just if you just push on the crown heart rate is one of your cho- choices uh if i push on the crown you mean I like get- if you hold it in or if, like how you well, I, I have mine as a list. My different apps are a list mine instead of because mm-hmm. it's easier. Yep. Like mine says, my resting rate is fifty six. If you push on the crown, because when I do that, I get Siri. Well, you're pushing and holding. If you just oh. push it once. Oh, okay, well, okay. Maybe I have to change that because when I get that, I get the the uh, all the little circles with the apps. And right. Yeah, you do have yeah, to change it because that's how it is by default. But we've changed ours to list view because yeah, because it's easier to look. It's easier to to find what you're looking for. Is that on the plus? I also is that oh lab? yeah you you can go into settings on the. Let me see. Let me you don't this. even have to do that if you just long press on your watch screen. Just push down and hold. Mm, you get a choice between grid view and list view. That's true too. Yeah, that's just faster. Yeah, it is. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I'm also doing the health study. I signed up for the health, oh, uh, the heart you? study. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. 
Okay. Do you yeah. have and a then, link to that? Can you can you put a when you get a chance? Can you find a link to that? Put that in the show notes of how do you sign up for the health study? Yeah, this one says I have uh, 289 contributions and I've been in the study for 61 days. Cool. And what they'll do is if they notice any um, atypical behavior, they'll notify me. Whoa, just got a blast of wind. <laughs> Um, I thought there was a place where I could see where that activity was. Heart rate. For your heart rate? Yeah, there's a place yep. where it shows that go there's in, any abnormalities. Yeah, there it is. You, go, Current. Go into, mm-hmm. you can go into health, the health yeah. app, and then health data. Of that health has data. the heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I was looking the, in the heart rate app on my watch. And when you tap on the little heart where it says current, then it takes you to where you can see a, I don't quite know how to interpret that grid. It shows you the time and then has these little like dashes and dots on it under current. Uh-huh. Yep. See it. Yep. So if you go to health, if you go to your health app and then under health data and then on the third the one down the phone. on the phone. Okay. And then it says heart. You can do elevated heart rate notification. And it tells you what your heart rate is today, what your resting rate is. So I just got there. So health, the health app, or yeah, the activity? Oh, no, health, health. The health app. Brain, meet fingers. How you doing? Okay, health. Health and then health data. Activity. Nope, scroll, scroll up, go to heart. Uh, mine's below, down. Okay, I see heart. Mm-hmm. And then you've got it by hourly, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. And if mm-hmm. you scroll up a little bit, it tells you what your heart rate is today, what your resting rate is. You can do elevated heart rate notifications, which I have turned on. Yeah, I can see that from my phone, but I guess I must not have had the elevated heart rate. Okay, I can add that to the favorites. And then if you want to, you can manually add... Um, it says no data. Blood pressure. Right, because it hasn't happened. Receive a notification when Apple Watch detects a heart rate that rises above 110 beats per minute while you appear to have been inactive for 10 minutes. Right. So if you're sitting there watching oh, TV tonight you and your heart too. rate elevates, they're going to let you know because you may not realize it. But if you're exercising, if you're, you know... Yeah. jogging or whatever and your heart rate goes up they know you're i never get that high <laughs> yeah. but i wonder if I don't why, either 110 is the default i wonder if i should change it to 100 so there's a lot to there's a lot to explore and it is like mike said it is confusing because you're not really sure which app you're supposed to go into to make a change in something that you want to do yeah, it's a lot it's like, to do you look at the watch do you look at the watch app do you look at the activity app or do you look at the health app? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would start with customizing your face galleries, though, and your and your complications and oh, stuff. Yeah. I would dig into that and really spend some time just customizing the hell out of that so that you can at least get to it yeah, and from I've, your fingertips. And I've done that. Save yeah, and I've done that. And I, um, I let's see, I would I'm using the. Uh, Oh, which one was here? Oh, the modular uh, watch face. And so in the corner, I have the date. Uh, then I have uh, on the uh, upper, yeah, upper left is the date. Upper 
No, upper left is the date. Upper right is the time. In the middle, I have the weather. And then down below, for the three icons, I have uh, messages, um, activity, and then battery. So um, I can keep an eye on that. And so far, well, you know, it's brand new, too. But so far, I've gone from, like, 4 o'clock in the morning to... Uh, normally I'll go to bed about 11, but not like yesterday. I didn't have, to, I could stay up late and go to bed later. And it was down to like maybe 71%. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Wow. So when you're, when you're done fussing over that and stressing over the battery, since it's a brand new watch, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's something you want to check for now, but you're sacrificing a complication in that area. Right. Because you can get to the battery by swiping up from the bottom. So if you yeah. if you are in a situation like now where you really must see it as soon as you glance at it, but then when you're done worrying over that, then you can replace that spot with something else that might be important, sure. like a timer or something like that. And then you can just when you when you are curious about the battery, you just swipe up from the bottom and you can see it. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna I'm gonna have to play with it and. Now, those, those little icons, I wish we could customize. I wish we could, like, tap and drag and move them around because I can't stand that the bell and the moon is at the bottom. I don't want to have to swipe up again. I know, first world problems, but, you know. Well, and I kind of hope that they will start allowing third-party watch faces on here. Because um, the one thing I do miss from my Pebble watch is I had this real kind of cool L-Cars display from Star Trek on there that mm -hmm. listed stuff. Yeah, and this watch face is fine, but yeah, I want something that I can... Uh, hopefully there's going to be a few more choices on there uh, for watch faces. Uh, something that... You know, yeah, there's a lot of choices now, but there's, there still could be more choices. You might be able to get around that by if you had a picture that you wanted to use and use the photo watch face and then customize the complications on there, but it's not nearly as, as good as the modular. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like I say, something that will... Yeah, and I don't know, like I say, I still have to explore the complications a little bit uh, to see what I want to... what I can put on there, what I want to put on there. Um and then the other thing to consider, too, is the, these watches, you know, I've been thinking about that. They're not as showy as a, say, a designer watch that has a face that's always visible. Right. You, you see people walking around and you can tell that they have an Apple Watch on, but the, the watch face is black for the most part. It's not, it's not illuminated unless people are really uh, can sacrifice their battery and keep it on all the time. But why would you want to do that? So for the most part, you you see people watching walking around, and really the only thing that's really showy about the watch is the band. It's not the face. The face is really more for your own personal pleasure when you see the picture or whatever it is that you've customized. But it's not so much, and it's even hard to show people like, oh, look here, and you go to turn your wrist, and you go to show them, and by the time you've pointed your wrist outward, it goes black, and then you have to tap it, and it's just very awkward. So the watch faces are are not as much for show as they are really for just your own FYI, your own personal information on your wrist. So that's something to consider too, you know, maybe not stress so much about what it's going to look like unless it's something that really just pleases you to have that as a background or something to look at. Well, yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is too, um, exploring apps on here. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause, um, and I haven't decided, you know, to re if I replace the battery one, what would I replace it with? And I'm just looking through here at different ones. Um, 
I wonder. I don't think you mean for a complication. Oh yeah, to put something in that spot. That, yeah, that, that's that new spot. Now that you know that you can get to it by just swiping, you want to put something in there. Yeah, like an app. And like say, I kind of wished. Now I wish OneNote had some because that's something I use at work um, for keeping track of things. I would well, and maybe I should. I could put drafts down there. Um, yeah, I would pick something that you use a lot. Yeah, and something so that I want something that I can make quick notes. Uh, without having to uh, pull my phone out to do it. Um, I just, and that's why I like the, uh, well, I don't want to say music controls, the sound controls on my watch. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and then, like I say, and because the thing is, I don't want to have to be pulling my phone out all the time to look at something, or I'm working and I don't like the song, I want to fast forward to the next one. Well, that's one. the whole point of wearing the watch, and it really mm-hmm. does serve right. that purpose. Right. But it could do it better if we could customize things. Like, I think another really great solution to that issue, it's not necessarily a problem, but it's an issue that I take issue with. I have a, a similar issue with it as you, is, is I would like to be able to get to my messages to prioritize over the playback uh, controls, but however, I don't really want to sacrifice the play gra- playback controls. So yeah, it would be nice if you could customize a watch face that gave you both of those, where you could have your messages just a tap away, and also your playback controls. You know, like maybe a customizable playback complication face or something like that. Or, or the other thing, like I was thinking of, if we could just customize the damn control center that you can swipe up from the bottom. If I don't right. need to have theater i could sacrifice theater because i just don't personally that's just me my needs i don't necessarily go to a lot of places where i need to use theater mode so i would i would happily sacrifice theater mode or just or just make it scroll to the bottom somewhere you know make that list more scrollable but give me a little messages button there well, or I, give me a playback button or give me a player pause button or something that i could put in there that i could easily swipe up from the bottom and just tap at it and get to it easily well, and I just had uh, an idea here, and uh, I apologize if I set anybody's phone off, but I wanted to try this one and say, Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. It's not listening to me. Hey, Siri. I thought I should be able to say that and wake the phone up. Or the it watch. Does. No, the, the watch. watch. Hey, yeah. Siri. Uh, the- yeah, see, I put mine close to my mouth and it opened. Hey, yeah, you got to look at where the microphone is. It's on the left-hand side. Oh, but you're wearing it on your right, so right. I'll be different. Yeah, well, it's still be on the left-hand side. Hey, Siri. Try mine. Hey, Siri. I put my mouth right up there, and it didn't wake up. And I know I'm Do you have it turned it on? Uh, okay, where's that at? Another damn setting. I thought I did. Right, another place to check. <laughs> uh, it's easy to assume that it just turned on by default, but it might not be. Well, I thought I did. Maybe I turned it off. So would that be in the yeah, watch yeah. general? Nope. I'm just looking. Again, it's one of those. Where do we it's find these again? Yeah, yeah. It's not something I have memorized. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking in the watch. Let's see. Uh, I think it would just be under Siri. No, it should have its own setting. It should be. Under- oh, I found heart rate. We were talking about that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you look in the watch, it's under privacy. Because that makes perfect sense. I- right. So you turn on the heart rate, and it says uses the internal heart rate sensor to calculate calories burned, determine when to send heart rate notifications, and track your heart rate throughout the day. 
And that's where you reset your fitness calibration. Okay. Yes. Found that one too. Uh, yeah. So we'll have to. We'll have it's to interesting. Look later. You can't even use the search feature to find Siri. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe it's just in Siri. Well, because I've got the Siri watch face. Uh, hey Siri. I'm looking in. I'm looking in Siri on the watch. Okay. On the, uh, Show me my notifications. Oh, did it work? Uh, oh, it says to swipe down from the top. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I had to have it on the Siri watch face in order for it to um, to be able to hear me because when I was trying to do it from the modular watch face, it wasn't. Okay, try this. Go into uh, on your iPhone. Right. Go into settings okay. and then go into Siri and search. And then scroll all the way down to the watch. Okay. App. Okay. So you oh, go in. I found it. Siri and search I, suggestions. I found it on the watch. Okay. Okay. Where is it on the watch? Okay. Let me go backward now. Is it in the okay. watch app or on the watch? No, it's on the watch itself. Press okay. the crown. Okay. So you mm-hmm. have all your different apps. Go to settings. Mm-hmm. And okay. then scroll up to general, and then Siri. And then there's a little button that says, hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Oh, and I just turned it on again. <laughs> okay, so settings. Yeah, I see yeah. Siri. And then, what did you say, uh, general or sound and hap? No. General. General. And then, and then there's a Siri stripe oh, there just it is. all into itself. Mm-hmm. And I have it on. Uh, and then scroll, keep on scrolling, and then it says voice feedback. Always on, control with silent mode, headphones only. Always on. And, and Ooh, that's I don't well, have that, you guys. Well, that, you have the and Series I, 3. But I think that is just so that when she responds, you'll hear it. So if you say, what's the weather today? Here, let me try something. That's not available on my watch. I wonder if that's a Series 3 only or Series 2 only thing. Maybe try so. This. Hey, Siri. What's the score of the Red Sox game? The Red Sox are winning the battle against the Rangers, 6-0, to zero, in the bottom of the seventh inning. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Um, or so and I, then it's showing me, yeah, then it's showing me the, the score and, the, and all the, the, the information that goes with it. So I could have it, because uh, I see a headphones only one here. Um, right. Why so I don't have that setting. Why would that be a series? Because here's a watch only thing. Two. No, it's a one. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff when I had my previous watch that I couldn't do. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just wondering here if I have my headphones connected to this, will it play it? Because if I do ask it a question, yeah, maybe I don't want it blurting it out uh, for everyone yeah. to hear. Uh, so if I turned it to headphones only, if I have my headphones connected, would it play it through that? And then if I didn't, would it just do it through the watch itself? Yeah, something else you're going to have to test tomorrow. I think you're going to have to oh, re-listen back to our podcast and make a list of all your homework. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. Hopefully somebody's keeping track of this so I know i got to do headphones. i got to try out Siri. i got to see what – okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because I would prefer – if I am at work, that it comes through my headphones and not the watch just blurting it out. Yeah, because, you know, 
uh, I don't want to say something about here's the information you wanted about herpes, probably because I said herpes. <laughs> I said herpes or something like that. That's the other thing, too. Siri on the watch doesn't yeah. work any better than it does on the phone. Um, it's still, uh, I, you know, of all the voice assistants, Siri still is at the bottom of the list for me. Uh, uh, Google and the Echo stuff. Uh, understands me better uh, and Siri's still kind of because um, I think um, a couple nights ago shortly after I got the watch um, uh, I had uh, I was uh, you guys were messaging and I happened to be in the shower at the time and so I'm trying to dictate something in the shower now obviously the water hitting stuff might have made it harder but I was trying to say half pint and I forget uh, half pitch. It was all sorts of responses, and uh, yeah, and screaming at it from the shower. Yes, and I got up to my mouth, and I'm talking slowly so it can, you know. And it's still like, okay, uh, so yeah, Siri still infuriates me. It's got a while to go before. You know, uh, I still you're spoiled by the Amazon stuff. That's why. Well, and even the uh, the Google stuff, because on my tablet, I will do a voice search. Like I say, I'm playing a video game. I'm playing Borderlands and I find a rare weapon in there and I want to know if it's worth keeping. I'll do a Google voice search. Uh, and some of the names they have are, you know, awkward, but it, you know, and it's parsing the fact that, so I, I always say it in a specific way. Let's say I'm playing Borderlands, the pre-sequel. So I will always start with that. And then the name of the weapon that I'm, you know, I want to look up to see. And you can watch as it auto-corrects itself there on the line. You can see it it's, puts what Siri might have put down there, what it thought it heard. And then it goes, oh, he's looking in here, so let's correct it to this. It's that self-correcting part of it. You know, contextual, um, so that it changes to what it should be. And not very often have I had to go in there and change it because it wasn't understanding what I was saying. I wish that you know it had that the, the contextual part of it. Uh, even when I'm doing um, the um, uh, assisted typing or whatever you call it, the um, um, transcription. Yeah, well, where you're typing in and it's guessing dictation. Uh, well, no, you're typing on the keyboard, and. Um, you know, it's going to guess. Oh, yeah. Going to guess the next word that you uh, want. Uh, sometimes I'm going. Really, that's the word you pick because you know I thought I was saying a fairly common phrase, and that wasn't one of the guesses that came up. And so, and I realized that's kind of hit and miss. Predictive. Too. Predictive. Ca- predictive. I was oh, had to get that off my brain. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So even that, and so like I say. If they can, if they can get Siri to work better, but I still uh, even when we were talking the day before the show, I was dictating messages to you guys, and for the most part, it does pretty good. But there's a few times, and I realize I don't. My diction is not as good as it could be. I could stay, sit here and work on you know saying things better, but um, boy, just when you thought talking to girls was hard. <laughs> yeah, now I'm t- talking to my watch. Oh, good lord, this is like. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so, you know, a few things to play around with, and I'll uh, see how it goes, and hopefully, um, maybe I'll put that in our show notes uh, for uh, the next time we podcast, so that uh, it may remind me to uh, uh, do things here, but... uh, Mike's got some homework. Oh, and I thought I was past that. I just work in the school and laugh at the kids doing homework. (laughs) Yeah, but yours is fun. Yours is funner. Uh, Sort of, yeah. And speaking of homework of sorts, uh, why don't we move into our picks now? And um, 
Uh, let's see here. Now, Melissa doesn't have anything listed on here. Yeah, I do. You didn't, it didn't come through? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I've got it. I oh, see hers. I'm in the wrong one. I was in two. Uh, I had jumped ahead to 287, but no. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that one sounds cool. Let's start with uh, uh, Melissa and uh, uh, tell us what you picked. Uh, have you ever wanted to look like Daft Punk? Well, now you can. With the Brio <laughs> iDream ah. 5 electric shiatsu kneading eye and head massager, two-in-one combo helmet massager with air pressure, heat compression, vibration, and soothing music for strain, stress, relief, and better sleep. Booyah! It's only taking up seven lines on the right. website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that does look pretty because when I – I hadn't brought it up, obviously, until you started talking. I'm going, holy crap. Um, yeah, it does look like uh, something Daft Punk or sci-fi or something like that. Uh, the problem is I don't know if I get much use out of it because I don't get a lot of headaches. I'm a carrier. I don't usually get them myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my current joke. Uh, I'm going with that. But, yeah, um, now if we do something for neck but I do have a neck uh, neck heating pad here, and uh, massage. Yeah, I got all kinds of things to re- relieve my stress. But that does look kind of cool. And that doesn't is, it look fun? Yeah, it's only four hundred forty-nine. It's yeah, it's only four hundred forty-nine dollars. It fits within our our play money goal here. But there was one. I'd have to go back through the search. But there was one that was a little bit less. But I don't think it was a whole helmet. It had other it had similar features. But it, I like this one because a it it was more play money. Uh, oriented and it makes you look like Daft Punk, and I like Daft Punk. So, well, and that's just a cushion back there. I think they should have taken it to the next level and had a screen. Uh, in yeah, there. and you, there you have go. all sorts of tranquil beach scenes or something. You know, you should have had something in case your whole head. If you want a to VR, release, yes. If you want to relieve yeah. stress, have it in case your whole head. Play sea sounds and like just a never leave the house ever again. There could be advantages to that, except starving to death. I've kind of grown right. accustomed to. <laughs> well, you know, then then you can add on the camel back with the straw and just you know eat, eat your food and mush. Uh, <laughs> you just have people put slop in a bag and somebody. Yes, yeah, so I started. I started out looking for this because I was looking for some type of a, a massager. Kevin and I were having a conversation about leg massagers and stuff, and uh, I won't go into too many details. <laughs> but so I typed in the word massager. So. Yeah, don't do that because, yeah, now I have massagers uh, of all kinds and colors and shapes be, and sizes in my Amazon history. And it'll be showing up on your Facebook page. <laughs> it will. <laughs> Melissa, you've been uh, searching for massagers. <laughs> Melissa, we need to talk. Um, yeah. Okay, well, so you're relieving stress. Now, uh, Elisa, uh, what is it you're doing? Okay. And just so you don't forget. Before we wrap up, there's one little piece of data I've got to share with everybody. Um, But for my play money pick, for $400, let me me backtrack. If you know me or if you've seen pictures of me, you know that I have long, thick, frizzy hair. No matter what I do, I condition, I super condition, I put oil in after I wash it, but it's just super dry, super frizzy, just the way it is. So for $400, I can go to Best Buy. And I can buy the Dyson Supersonic Limited Edition hair dryer with storage case. Yes, people, four hundred dollars for a hair dryer. And I was I know, that's lo- what I was thinking. Wow! And it comes in pink, red, and purple. 
And I looked at that because I looked at it before the show, and I'm thinking to myself, this thing had better blow more than just your hair. You're right. At that price. Uh, <laughs> well, well, it does have a hole in the center, but, you know. <laughs> you got to see Moving this thing, on. people. Yeah. Moving on. You guys have got It comes be. with a diffuser, a styling concentrator, and a smoothing nozzle for shiny, frizz-free hair. And it's supposed to be good. I mean, this is a Dyson product. Yeah, it's a Dyson. And they're supposed to be really good. They have uh, They have different kinds of hair dryers that are... Uh, something to do with ions, I'm not really sure. And I don't blow dry my hair because it makes it worse. But it takes about four hours for my hair to dry. Wow. You know, I'll go out, you know, I'm the kind like I'll my hair will be damp and then I'll French braid it. And if I take it out at night, my hair underneath is still wet. Yeah, I, I live that way all the time until I moved out to the desert <laughs> and my hair's down past my ass and it I leave I leave the house wet and yeah, it dries within probably an hour or so. So I just I don't I own a blow dryer and, and it's purple, <laughs> but the only reason is for the dog. <laughs> I yeah, don't I've use got a hair dryer. Like a, yeah, I've got like a $30 one. Yeah. Rarely use it. Yeah. And my but hair the is like the up. Apple of hair dryers or the Mercedes of hair yeah. dryers. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and, and my hair is literally half an inch long. So I, <laughs> my hair is usually dry when I get out of the shower. Yeah. I shake my head a lot. Um, that's a whole different discussion. And then for uh, mine, I almost forgot what it was. Here. Okay, here we go. Um, I thought, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm a gadget guy here, so I'm always looking for things. And I thought, what haven't I explored in a while? And I think I did do one of these a while ago, but this is something different. Yeah, I was going to say, this looks familiar, yeah. but it's fun. I don't think I've done this one. I don't think. I know I had a 3D printer, but this one looks better, I think. Uh, so this is the Flash Forge 3D printer. Um at uh, where's the price? Three ninety nine. So uh, midway in our price point here, between three hundred and five hundred. And so you can print three D objects. Uh, I think. Let's see here. You can put it on a uh, SD card, I believe. Is this the one? I looked at a couple here, but yeah. Uh, anyway, you, it'll print out your stuff. It has a uh, uh, heated or oh, a non-heated building plate. Like I said, I looked at a couple here. Um, Wi-Fi, USB, and flash drive connectivity. So you can get your pattern, you can put it in there, and it can print it out so you don't have to have it uh, necessarily connected to your computer if you don't want it to. Um, but I saw that because, you know, I just like things. And I remember back, way back when on my color computer, it's more or less uh, similar. Uh, I The first printer I ever had for it was a 3D plotter. And so, uh, or not a 3D, it was a uh, pen plotter so that works in 2d this is a 3d but uh, just the uh the head moving back and forth and all this kind of stuff um that's always intrigued me kind of the robotics part of it how you program something like that and um so i'm looking at this and you know it, it kind of reminds me of my good old plan, pen plotter i had for my my color computer but you know, you know this is the next thing and that four hundred dollars depending upon what you want to print out this is going to be for the you know the fun stuff but uh you know, I keep thinking about the day when we actually get 3D printers that will do more, where you can th uh, print parts uh, for different things, replacement parts, or you know, maybe get to the point where you could start, you know, yeah, 3D uh, print replacement parts for uh, machines and stuff like that, or maybe even build a machine. Uh, from parts, you're going to need a bigger printer, depending upon what parts it is you need. But you know that—that's the future I'm kind of looking forward to. That you could have uh, distributed manufacturing because uh, all you would need is your stuff to feed in there. You wouldn't have to have it at a specific uh, 
place to build stuff. Um, and so instead of having that, you know, your let's say your tractor built in some place, you could buy the parts and maybe buy the material and p- print it on site if you want, or the local dealer could print it. So you don't have to have the transportation of uh, big equipment like that across the country. You'd just be transporting the, the material to print it out with. So there's a bunch of different things there, and you know it's got to start someplace. Much like computers started with, you know, my portal little tandy color computer, and now we've got you know these. Uh, Computers that do well, my Apple Watch has probably got more processing power than than that thing did. But you know, I'm just looking yeah, isn't at this. That amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at this, and you know, this is our first step towards that. Where, and you know, the, where you don't have to have like a manufacturing plant to churn out something. So then maybe it would spur more home, uh, uh, the garage type people. You know, because we had the the garage revolution, Apple and Hewlett Packard and a lot of those started in the garage and you know, now you they're turned into big businesses. So I hope this could be the next thing that spurs the uh the garage inventor to start churning out stuff. The easily uh the easy way of being able to uh um print out parts and be able to build things. Speaking of easy, so I don't know if you guys see the same ad because I know they're different for everybody, but when I went to the Amazon page where you posted this FlashForge 3D printer. There's an ad down here for an affordable 3D printer plus and I clicked on it and it it's very colorful and it's it's even more affordable. It's under $200. It's uh 179.95 and this doesn't this isn't for our play money pick but it just reminded me of of uh, what you were talking about there and it's it looks like it's built for schools. It's called the Da Vinci Mini. And I was just thinking, you know, when I was a kid the closest thing we had to this was an easy bake oven. This looks like it's the easy bake oven for the for the future generation. Could you just imagine? I mean, with more and more households that have these little three D printers, where people aren't just the baking little heart shaped cakes, and they're they're actually making replacement parts for stuff. Well, then I, just I think got, that's cool to think about. I kind of got to thinking about the shrinkables. Um, oh, shrinky dinks! I love shrinky dinks. Uh, yeah, something like that. And so this is kind of the new version of. Mm, yeah, uh, it is. Be able to print out your figurines. Uh, you know, um, instead of buying figurines, you could buy the software and print out your own. Maybe even customize them with different things. So there's different possibilities there. And like I say, I'm if this takes off and you know uh, and grows, the uh, uh, cottage industry could take you know a whole new turn. You know, maybe boost mm-hmm. the economy, but. Uh, that's you know that's the sci-fi part in me coming out. Uh, now, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm picturing like different materials being made, and I, mm-hmm. I think you can even print food and things like that, depending on what kind of materials you put in in these different types of printers. Right. I think I heard something about that. I'm skeptical of because I like my food to have texture. Um, yeah. And taste. Yeah. Taste. Yeah. That too. That too. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, in some places where that's not a problem, that. Could, work i don't know um but okay so let's wrap up the show on that uh note and uh so we'll uh introduce ourselves and uh oh, hold on hold on oh, there's yeah, something yeah. i wanted to share with you that yes. i just thought was funny okay i spent three hours today going through some paperwork and you know things that needed to be saved and deleted and thrown out and whatnot and i came across a box of all Many of my old checking account registers, I don't know why I kept them, but I did. And I was thumbing through some of them. 
And this one is from 1997. So 21 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, but it's funny. I mean, it's going to be tossed after I talk to you guys, but after you digitize it. Yeah, no, they're taught. They all they were all tossed. Um, this one was a check that I wrote for October 29th, 1997 for $10.75 to Apple Computer for the OS 8 update. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now you get them for so, free. Yeah, so at that point, there wasn't an Apple store around that I could even just walk into and purchase, so I had to mail away for it. Oh, my gosh. At that time, so I was I saw, in college, so I got all those needs met through the college bookstore, which, which I'm probably still paying for. I know I'm still paying yeah. for. It. <laughs> I just, I just thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I remember, and that was an update. That wasn't a new operating system. That was the update. Right, right. Yeah, that update's probably costing me like a hundred dollars in interest right now. <laughs> and I think, I, th- I want to say, when I switched over to Mac OS ten. Um, yeah, ten, mm-hmm. like Jaguar maybe one of those, mm-hmm. like a hundred and twenty nine dollars. Yeah, it was. It was one hundred and twenty nine dollars. Oh yeah, because ninety seven that still would have been System Nine yet, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was Mac OS eight. Eight even. Okay. Yep. It was this eight, was eight, and then this was. Then we had nine dot one and nine dot two. I think I can't remember now. This might have been my. Oh gosh, which was it? A sixty four hundred. I think oh. it was, it wasn't my first one. My first one was a Performa 200. Then the next one Pizza was box. a, yeah, that was like an all-in-one. The next one was the tower with a separate monitor, which I think was a 6400, if I remember correctly. And that had, it had OS 8 on it. And then the next one I got was a G3, which had 9 and 10. You could switch in, in and out. Yeah. That was the first one that I bought for college was the G3. Yeah, yeah, and then I had I classic. Mm-hmm. I still have it too. It's in my dad's attic. I can't bear to get rid of it because I'm still paying for it. <laughs> it still works. That's the thing. Uh-huh. It still works. Yeah. yeah, I've got my G3 over there because I I'd bought it used. Um, um, so I still I've got, got a 575 in the garage, and we boot it up and look at the dirty after dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, I liked. I just liked the case on that one that you could just grab the handle and flop down and get in there and work on stuff. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I miss that. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so now I think we will wrap up the show. Uh, mm-hmm. And so let's, uh, I don't know, let's start, uh, let's start hot and work our way cooler. So, uh, <laughs> Melissa, uh, what's your, uh, if people want to find out. I don't know if I'm already, insulted by that. I'm talking temperature. You're both, okay. you're both equally attractive, <laughs> interesting ladies. There's no competition here. I'm talking temperature, people. Good Lord, I think I just dug myself a grave. Okay, let's Here's start on the, let, uh, Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. So uh, let's just start with Melissa and leave temperature out of this. Um, okay. So where can people find out more about you? You can find out more about me uh, online if you can go to the themacmommy.com. And I also have a podcast that I do with David Ginsburg called In Touch with iOS. And you can find out more about that at intouchwithios.com. We just uh, released a couple of episodes and we're kind of on a stride here. So these next couple episodes, I think, will be really worth listening to. So go check those out. And if you want to know anything about anything else about me, you can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. Okay, and now let's go to the equally attractive and interesting Elisa Paselli. Where can we find out more about you? 
You can find me at at Sensei Dai. You can also find me at 3 with the number three spelled out. It's the podcast I do with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert. We're on hiatus right now. Uh, Suze is in France doing some research. And we will uh, start back up again in June or July. Okay, awesome. And as it's I Time said, to get caught up. There you go. Mm-hmm. And as I sit here and try to talk around my foot, uh, if you want to find out more about me, uh, you can go to um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and you can uh, uh, go to my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K. And if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekyshow.com. Reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we have, and that uh, don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Pushots, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000-foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.